This is episode 363, Breaking Up a Friendship with Josie. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I am coming to you from the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains in Asheville, Black Mountain, North Carolina. We are here escaping the terrible heat of Austin. I love Austin in terms of the people, the community. I hate the weather. (laughs) I just does not work for me. And it feels so good to just get some fresh air and be outside. So this is my PSA to all of you to get outside. I've just noticed a difference in my nervous system and my mood and my sleep of just getting that sunshine and being outside and breathing in that that fresh air. Oh, it makes such a difference. The simple things. I think we make things too complicated about what supplements do I need to take or you know, what do I need to eat or what's my sleep cycle need to be? And sometimes it's just as simple as go outside, you know? Instead of reading your next personal development book, go outside, put your feet in the ground or if you live near water, put yourself in water, or if you live near mountains, go up a mountain. (laughs) And that's your self-help for the day. Speaking of self-help, now that I just threw Austin under under the bus, (laughs) I'm inviting you to Austin, but in October when it's not 105 degrees. So my women's retreat, my signature women's retreat is coming up. The early bird discount ends the end of this month. It ends by September 1st. So get yourself registered. It is the first weekend in October. The dates are October 7th through 9th. It's the only live event that I do in a year. And it's epic. It's transformational. It will change your life. I promise you that. If you've come before, come again. We have a lot of repeats that come. Go to christinehaster.com slash signature retreat to find out all the information. If you benefit from the podcast, oh my gosh, will you benefit from this? And I have had so many women say, so many women say, too many to count, say this retreat was worth like five years of therapy. So you might think, oh, well, I don't want to spend money on the retreat. However, all the self-help work you'd have to do to get what you receive at this retreat would cost more than the investment of the retreat. So come, no more delaying, no more hesitating. We make it safe for you. We make it really easy for you to feel at home and to feel taken care of. There's nothing we do that's too weird or that pushes you too much. I'm, I'm not the facilitator that pushes, pushes, pushes you out of your comfort zone. I create stretches for you, but there's so much love and so much support. You will feel so held. So christinehaster.com slash signature retreat. Take advantage of the early bird discount that ends September 1st. So I love this episode because we don't talk too much about friendship on this show, but friendships are another beautiful teacher for us. We attract and draw in people into our life in all different kinds of capacities. And often we have friends that trigger us, that reveal some issues to us. And some friendships have expiration dates, just like romantic relationships. So as you're listening to this call, consider, did you recently have a breakup with a friend? Or are you in a friendship that may need a breakup? Do you have a friendship where you feel like you can't fully be yourself or where the friendship feels more one-sided? Have you ever thought that the friends you attract have to do with issues from your childhood? And finally, 
do you feel like you audition in relationships? Meaning you're constantly making sure that you're saying and doing the right thing in order to avoid loss or judgment. So keep those questions in mind as you listen to my session with Josie. Before we dive in, I want to talk to you about the Mind Doc app. Doesn't our mind need a doc every now and then? I think so. <laughs> so what it can do is it can help you bolster your mental health and consequently your physical and emotional health, whether you're generally fine or struggling with something. You answer a few questions throughout the day through the app, and then the app's smart algorithms provide you with an overview of your mental well-being. You then get personalized feedback for issues most relevant to you. So the courses and audio cover a huge range of topics about mental health. You can get information about improving sleep, managing stress, overcoming phobias, learning to deal with conflict constructively, and a bunch more. I love this app. So over time, the app's resources can help you learn strategies to get better at taking care of your own mental health. This can look like reducing your vulnerability towards anxiety and depression and possibly ease symptoms. So if you want to check it out and take advantage of a 50% off subscription, head to the link in my show notes and use the code Christine50. So again, the link is in my show notes to go to the app and you get 50% off a six month subscription. So instead of it being $44.99, it's only $22.49. Code Christine50, six months, 22 bucks. That's a steal. That's a steal. I would try it out. It's worth it. Again, go to the link in my show notes, enter the code Christine50. And now on to my coaching session with Josie. Josie, welcome to the show. How can I help? Hi, Christine. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I'm a huge fan of the show. Mm. So I'm calling because about three months ago, I actually had um, a bit of a, a breakup, so to speak, with a lifelong friend that I considered to be like a sister to me. Mm. And that was my decision. And, and I do feel like it was, you know, a decision that was for my best interest. But as a result of making that choice, I've been kind of feeling like a, a massive amount of guilt and shame, which has kind of made me feel like, am I a bad friend? Was I compassionate enough? Am I actually the jerk here? All of those kinds of questions. Mm -hmm. What did happen? It was kind of a culmination of a bit of a series of events. I'll try to summarize it as best I can, but basically it was a slew of unfortunate things on her end. She was really going through a rough time. So she had a breakup with her boyfriend. She was diagnosed with endometriosis and she also had like a mouse problem in her apartment. It had just kind of been one thing after another. And so throughout that time, I was really trying to support her as best as I could. I actually even went down to take her to her endometriosis surgery and drove from New York down to Pennsylvania to be with her and take care of her. And so fast forward, she kind of kept having these events happen. And she did end up staying with another set of friends that lives closer to her. And um, unfortunately, they ended up having a house fire, which was... <laughs> just the cherry on top of this like horrible mm. situation and obviously just devastating to her and super overwhelming. And so, you know, I was of course trying to be there for her as much as I could from afar. I was fundraising money for her. I was doing all these things, but you know, the one thing she asked was, Hey, you know, like I would really love to talk on the phone. Can we, can we speak on the phone? I said, okay, well, how about tomorrow? You know, I'm going to leave my calendar open and 
then that was the same week actually that the Roe v. Wade documents were leaked. Mm -hmm. I woke up that morning and I was just feeling really overwhelmed and really like I just needed some time for myself. And so I reached out to her and just said, Hey, I'm, you know, really sorry, but I'm I'm actually not going to be able to speak tonight. I'll call you as soon as our availability aligns, but you know, I love you. I hope you're doing okay. All those things. Um, and you know, let me know how you are. And I never heard from her for about 24 hours. And then the next day she did eventually get in touch with me and we were chatting back and forth and she didn't bring anything up. And I thought that, you know, she had just been busy the day before, or, you know, just overwhelmed too. She had been a little bit withdrawn. So I thought everything was okay. And then later in the evening, she suddenly sort of just went into this conversation about how, you know, she was feeling really neglected and, you know, everyone has kind of been, you know, dropping the ball, like not really treating them Mm -hmm. like it's an emergency situation. And yeah, I just felt, you know, really upset, you know, of course. And so I immediately apologized and, you know, let her know, like, you know, I'm I'm so sorry that I made you feel that way. It was not my intention. And I I did provide the context then of, of what was going on. So my question, I guess, I guess I just feel like was normally I would see that as, you know, just someone really crossing my boundaries and not feeling like it was a two-sided relationship. But given her circumstances, it feels like, well, maybe maybe I'm not seeing things clearly and I, I should have done a well, Let me ask you this. Do you miss her friendship or do you feel kind of relieved? Honestly, a bit relieved. Okay. So what's the problem? <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess just a fear that Maybe, I I don't know, I guess some of the things that she said were that I was being, you know, a hypocrite and, and all these different things. And I guess I just have a fear, maybe am I this way in other relationships or- Have you gotten this feedback else? from other people? No, <laughs> not Do really. you have trouble in other friendships? No. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So we always look at what's the learning, Right. And it Mm -hmm. sounds to me, I have a lot of compassion for everything that she's gone through. And I acknowledge Mm -hmm. her for expressing in vulnerability she wasn't getting her needs met. Yeah, The way she did it was a little victim-y and a little blame-y. And it's really hard to be inspired when someone's kind of basically telling you you suck and you want Mm -hmm. – then you're not inspired to do more, right? So Mm -hmm. while I have tremendous compassion for her circumstances, I'm talking to you, not her. So I'm only Mm -hmm. hearing one side of it. But it yeah. sounds to me like this was a friendship in which you felt like you were auditioning a lot. And yeah. <laughs> that's not really fulfilling. And so mm-hmm. my question for you is the learning, and there's always a learning in this, right? So yeah. it's illuminating to you a pattern of you auditioning, of you trying to get approval or love or um, and kind of letting someone else drive the relationship until you mm. reach a broken, breaking point. So my question to you is, do you have any other relationships in your life where you felt like you were auditioning, where you felt like you had to show up a certain way and the person, it was more one-sided, like you were giving more than you were getting, or is this just something new with her? I would say the the other two times I've experienced that are with my dad, (laughs) not a surprise listening to your podcast and, um, with uh, an ex, an ex-boyfriend of mine. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And here it is again, right? 
So mm-hmm. dad, ex-boyfriend, mm-hmm. and now friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and thank goodness this was a friendship this time and not another relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Right. Yeah. So what do you think the learning is for you? Um, I guess, I guess what you just said, which is, you know, I think I, I actually was journaling about this this morning and that idea of kind of reaching a breaking point and where I've, I've put a lot of blame on myself in the past about staying in that romantic relationship as long as I did. And why did I do that? And those things and, um, looking at the reasons for why did I feel like I needed to stay until it was so, so dire, um, and so extreme, you know, it went on for years. Right. Um, so I think the learning is like maybe seeing how to recognize it sooner. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, well, let me just ask you, why do you think you stayed in as long as you have? And why do you think you attracted another relationship like this? Mm, I mean, I think a big part of it is because our, our history was so intertwined. No, 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 oh, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> no. With a friend or with the boyfriend? Sorry. Both either. It okay, doesn't matter. Okay, it's okay. basically the same yeah. person. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mm-hmm. because this is all about right remember whatever we didn't get as a child we mm-hmm. try to get as an adult and we draw people into our life we're attracted to people either as friends or lovers that mm-hmm. remind us of the person we didn't get what we needed from and we think oh there's a similar there's that person you know with a different mm-hmm. face <laughs> i'm gonna try to get it yeah yeah mm-hmm. can you see that Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So let me just ask you this. Is there any part, we talked about the relief, which I get, Mm -hmm. but is there any part of you that is sad or was hurt? Uh, Yeah, definitely hurt. Definitely hurt. Um, I feel like, especially at that time, but over decades, I, I really tried to be there for her as much as I could. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's that feeling of um, it not being enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's the emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So tell me what it feels like to not feel enough. Um, yeah, it's pretty heartbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can you speak more to that? I think what you said about the auditioning really rings true where like you put so much energy into it and it's like day in and day out. It's like, okay, what can I do to make this performance even better, impress them even more, yeah. secure their love. Um, and so I think it hurts when you feel like, wow, really, even when I've gone to what feels like the end of the earth for you, it's, yeah. it's not enough. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And if we could check in with little Josie right now (laughs) and how she felt about dad, what would she say? Um, where were you? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Where were you? Mm -hmm. I needed fill in the blank to know that you were there Mm -hmm. that I could count on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big time. Mm-hmm. And how I tried to get your love was? Mm-hmm. 
to be perfect. Mm -hmm. Put my needs aside. Yeah. And be what you needed me to be. Yeah. And to just like have all these shiny accomplishments so you would notice me. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. 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 Anything else you'd want to say to him? Um, I wish you could understand. Because I've, I've tried to sort of explain my position to him before, and it's not understood. It's sort of rejected again. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of the same thing that happened with the friend. Uh, yeah, you're right. I didn't see it that way, but you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So God bless this friend for coming mm-hmm. in and... Mm-hmm. And let's like really acknowledge your higher self for this coming in the form of friendship. And like I said, another, another relationship. Yeah. Good point. Are you in a relationship (laughs) now? I am. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. So Mm -hmm. luckily dodged that bullet of, of dating dad again, but this pattern really wants to be healed. Mm -hmm. This belief Mm -hmm. of not feeling enough, not feeling deserving. Can you see it all, Josie? And it might be subtle, but can you see it all, how it comes up in your current relationship? Do you ever audition for him in any subtle ways? Wow, that's a really good question. Um, I don't have the auditioning feeling. I wouldn't say no. So you never think twice before you say something get nervous to make a request. Mm, Yes. Okay. In that way. Yes. Um, we actually have talked about that, um, a couple of times because sometimes I do get nervous that, um, I have a fear that if I do or say the wrong thing, I guess this is auditioning. I just didn't think of it as the word, (laughs) but yeah, if I do or say the wrong thing, um, he might get upset even though he never has. Right. Right. He might get upset and he'll lose his love. Yeah. 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 So massive opportunity right now for you to really Mm -hmm. start looking at the ways in which you still silence yourself, the ways Mm -hmm. in which because of this wound of not feeling enough for dad, you aren't speaking up, aren't getting what you want, um, and are nervous to make a request, nervous to just be messy nervous to just say what you need or how you feel yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know like you couldn't say to your friend um look I know you've got so much going on and I'm totally empathetic to that and today is one of those days I just have a lot going on and you know I can't see and here's why and I can't see you and you don't even really didn't even really need to justify it but there was a part of you that like couldn't be messy Yeah, it's so true. And I think one of the areas I've struggled is when we were having this interaction and she was getting upset and angry with me, she sort of asked, like, why didn't you just do that? Why didn't you just tell me? Her her little literal words were, I wish you had just told me that you didn't have the capacity for my BS. Yeah. Um, Yeah. 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 
So this is a good thing for you to watch, Josie, in your friendships and especially in your current relationship is when are you not saying what you want to say or saying it in a way where you're taking care of him before you're taking care of yourself um, Mm -hmm. and just like being so scared of losing or him getting upset or whatever that you're actually not getting your needs met. Right. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. How long have you been in your current relationship? Um, oh, almost two years. Okay, great. Great. So long enough to be able to see yeah. a pattern. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are you most scared of in this relationship? My current romantic relationship? Yep. Oh, um, <laughs> it being taken away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who would take it away? A little bit, I'm afraid, like the universe. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then I think second would be, yeah, if I, we've talked about like, if I reach like this threshold, I have this idea, like I, I hurt him too many times or I say the wrong thing or do this or that, that he'll just kind of reach a point where he's just fed up. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you're you, <laughs> if you give yourself full permission to be you, the highs, yeah. lows, the messy, the tidy, all and all in between, then he'll be like, I'm out of here. Yeah. Or at, like at a certain point, maybe you can tolerate it a bit. Mm-hmm. It's a lot <laughs> yeah. of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. It's a lot of pressure. And it's preventing you from really being you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'd encourage you, there's a little bit deeper dive on this father wound. Yeah. Here. Mm -hmm. And this needing to, I just keep using the word audition for love and, and being so scared that if I mess up any of my lines, (laughs) I'm going to get fired. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Uh Yeah. Because what will eventually happen is you'll get resentful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry that you didn't have a father in your life who could hold all of you. You know, in so many ways, you were the parent because you were trying to give him what he needed. And it really should be the other way around. Yeah. He should have been there to give you what you needed. Mm-hmm. And so in relationship, you will, you will subconsciously do that pattern of where you go into the parent a little bit. Is he okay? That's what I'm saying. Okay. And, and the little girl at the same time of, is what I'm doing okay? Is he going to still love me? You know, so, yeah. so I really mm. want you to, which can kind of put you in an up or down position. So basically what I'm saying is I really want you to show up fully expressed. Mm-hmm. And be more scared of losing yourself yeah. than the relationship. Where I've ultimately gotten in these when they get to these extremes. And so I think you're dead on of recognizing it sooner so that I have the opportunity to be myself in the relationship and have that person see that yep. and experience it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you probably weren't expecting to talk about your relationship, but here we are. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I love it. Yeah. I thought maybe my dad, but not, yeah. <laughs> not going there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the friendship to me sounds complete. 
if at any point you wanted to reach out and say, Hey, you know, you want to try again, but it doesn't sound like it was a friendship that it sounds like it was a friendship that was first season to teach you something. And I'm sure she learned something as well. Yeah. And moving forward, both in your relationships and future friendships, when something becomes one directional, it means that you're not speaking up for what you need. You're, You're back in a pattern of what do I need to do to make sure this other person is okay? And so little girl's very activated and you need to talk to her and bring yourself forward into let me actually speak my needs and then evaluate from there. Yes. I totally agree with you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Does this help? It helps a lot. Thank you so much. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Thank you, Josie, for bringing the friendship topic up. I think this was a really valuable call for everyone to listen to because often we don't think that friendships can reveal to us unresolved issues, particularly with our parents. But just think, we're always seeking to evolve. We're always seeking to grow. Our subconscious is always at work. It's always looking for needs to be met, right? And when we have unmet needs, we look to people who seem familiar to the people that couldn't meet those needs in the first place. And we're like, oh, you'd make a good partner. You'd make a good date. You'd make a good friend. You'd make a good business partner. And then we go, oh shit, <laughs> that didn't work out so well. And that's what Josie's experiencing in this friendship. And first I want to just say, like, it's okay for friendships to end. Like, if you have a friendship that's draining you, that's not working and you're trying and trying and trying, it's okay to end that friendship. I'd rather have you end it and have a clearing and completion conversation and just be like, this friendship's not working for me than for you to make excuses and dread the person's phone call and do an obligatory once a month wine date with the person when you just really don't want to be their friend. You're just taking up a lot of energetic space and it's not kind to someone else to pretend to be their friend. So full permission to complete any friendships that are not serving you or that you've just simply grown out of. It's really okay to move on. Now, what I loved about this call is Josie called in thinking that it was she was going to ask me about the friendship. But what we really got to is this is a theme in all her relationships. And we were able to track this feeling of not feeling enough and it being one-sided and doing what she thought she needed to do to get the other person's love or attention or whatever, leaving her feeling like she wasn't getting what she needed. And I loved how coachable she was and how she let me go to the relationship part because, you know... I asked what happened with the friendship and I'm glad that we got the story out because I kind of had the feeling that there wasn't really anything to feel guilty about. And this wasn't really a friendship for lack of a better term worth saving. Not that the other person isn't worthy. The other person's absolutely worthy, but it just felt like a mismatch energetically. And honestly, friendship shouldn't be that hard. (laughs) Really? Like I look at my friendships and they're the easy aspect of my life. We are able to communicate honestly And if any friendship starts to drain me, I either have a clearing conversation or I complete it. And truly, like out of all the relationships in our life, romantic, parental, children, siblings, colleagues, the friendships should be the easy ones, truly. So if they're not, there's there's an adjustment to be made and learning to happen. And so I love that Josie was able to really make the connection between 
this friendship and the unresolved father wound of just not feeling enough. And you heard the emotion come forward. And what was sneaky is she didn't think this was happening in her current relationship. But when I dug a little deeper in terms of how are you auditioning, she was like, oh, wow, I am. I still edit myself. I still want to get my lines right. So I really want to emphasize that for all of you today. Are there relationships in which you're auditioning, in which you're trying to get approval, you're trying to get love, you're trying to get your lines right? What does that remind you of? Help that inner child really understand that he or she does not need to be what the other person needs them to be, but they get to be fully self-expressed, get to have their needs met, get to speak them. Because it is, again, even if it's subtle, it's very stressful to feel like you can't fully be yourself in a relationship. It's very stressful to feel like if you make one wrong move, you're going to lose the relationship. And if you keep auditioning, then what ends up happening is you build resentment, which is no bueno, as you know. So it is time to put down the script and to be fully you, fully authentic, fully raw in your relationships. And if you lose someone because you're yourself, now again, when I say fully raw yourself, not a permission slip to be a jerk or selfish, but it's really about being honest and authentic and saying what you need obviously in a compassionate, considerate way, but not trying to manipulate yourself or edit your words in a way to make the other person feel okay. Sometimes we have to speak our needs and the other person get, make it upset or make it triggered and that has to be okay. Otherwise, we're caring too much about the other person and not speaking our needs. So no more auditioning, put down the script and be you. That's the show for today. So much love and many blessings. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Over It Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings. Bye.